I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, we've been looking at the headlines rolling 71 days out from the midterm election that will be hotly contested nationally as well as locally. Early on in the show, we discussed the important messaging strategies from both Democrats and Republicans with 71 days to go. I'm going to make a prediction right now. Bella's going to write it down. The word of the midterms is going to be extreme. Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. We may hear more versions and iterations of the word extreme over the next 71 days than at any point in the history of the republic. Uh, I firmly believe that. And I can say that because we are not even to Labor Day, which is usually when the fall campaigns really pick up and the spending on advertising for television and radio and online really heats up. But I can tell you that already, already, The Democrats have spent over $2 million in ads that feature the word extreme when talking about Republicans. And the Republicans, not to be outdone, of course, have spent somewhere between a million and a million five on ads using the word extreme to identify and position their Democratic opponents. So it is going to be an extreme machine here rolling into the midterms. I can just see all the political consultants across the country just uh, putting the finishing touches on all those ad campaigns featuring extreme candidate X and extreme candidate Y and who's more extreme and Y and extreme Democrats and extreme Republicans and extreme positions and extreme philosophies and extreme attitudes and on and on and on it will go to the extremes. Uh, We want to get past all of that. Uh, And so it's very interesting to see how even some of those who really have big megaphones and who will really help shape the debate as we roll into the fall, what words they're using. So let's start with the person with the biggest megaphone, President Joe Biden. He spoke at a Democratic National Committee grassroots rally last Thursday in his speech. He said he believes this is what is on the ballot. That's within our hands if we just vote. If we elect two more senators, we keep the House and Democrats, we're going to get a lot of unfinished business we're going to get done. Folks, look, we'll 
codify Roe v. Wade. We'll ban, we'll ban assault weapons. We'll protect Social Security and Medicare. We'll pass universal pre-K. We'll restore the child care tax credit. We'll protect voting rights. We'll pass election reform and make no, make sure no one, no one ever has an opportunity to steal an election again. President Biden told the crowd Republicans will try to pass a very extreme agenda if they take control of Congress. So how extreme are these MAGA Republicans? Just take a look what happened since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. In red states, after red state, there was a race to pass the most restrictive abortion limitations imaginable, even without exception for rape or incest. But these MAGA Republicans won't stop there. They want a national ban. They want to pass a legislative national ban in the Congress. If the MAGA Republicans win control of the Congress, it won't matter where you live. Women won't have the right to choose anywhere. Anywhere. So that's the president's message there. You can see the framing of how the president's going to try to shape the debate rolling past Labor Day and into the fall. Uh, really interesting, as you look at the the strategists nationally, uh, there's been a big debate. We've talked a lot about the student loan cancellation program that the president rolled out by executive order. And really interesting, Paul Begala, uh, who is a Democratic strategist, a longtime Democratic strategist, and uh, I'm always interested in what he says because he does tell his party the truth. Uh, so he's he's not shy from saying, hey, I think this is good, I think this is bad. Uh, it was interesting, he was asked by uh, Dana Bash on CNN about the student loan program, whether it was good policy, good politics, both or neither, and here's what he said. Well, it's bad policy as well as bad politics, right? For that amount of money, you could fund free pre-K for every three and four-year-old for 10 years. You do a lot more good for poor people, communities of color, and, and the underprivileged by, by doing pre-K. Uh, you could forgive all medical debt, which unlike student debt is not freely entered into. So the de- Democrats, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a progressive. I want to help folks. But I think this is terrible policy. The politics of it, we saw. Tim Ryan is in a tough race in a tough state, and he can't stand this idea. Uh, Senator Warren is all for it. She's not exactly from a swing state in, in Massachusetts. Senator Catherine Cortez Masto from Nevada got a tough race. She doesn't like this. Uh, Michael Bennett, the senator from Colorado, he doesn't like this. Democrats, good Democrats. Sharice Davids, one of the more impressive Democrats, the only Democrat in Congress from Kansas. She doesn't like it. So what is my party doing with this? They're, they're, they're disadvantaging. I, I think they're not helping the, the people that we're here to help, which is poor people. Uh, and, and, and underprivileged communities, uh, and they're not helping their politicians who are running. We always say it's always easy to to yell angry things at your enemies, uh, but the real test of courage is can you speak the truth to your friends? Uh, and I think that's what Paul Begala was doing, was saying, look, this is not good policy or good politics. It doesn't really help uh, the poor uh, who we say this is who this is designed to help. I thought it was interesting from a policy standpoint. Paul Begala said, look, you could fund free pre-K for every three-year-old for 10 years, for a decade. Imagine what that would do to help poor communities, communities of color. Uh, He went on to talk about medical debt, which I think is an interesting one to compare and contrast medical debt versus student loan debt. Uh, And then, of course, he went into the people who were up for election, uh, tough elections, by the way. 
uh, that uh, are not with the president on this. And so that's an interesting thing to look at. Let's go to the other side of the aisle. Mitch McConnell, uh, as he looks at his uh, options and his prospects rolling into the fall in a 50-50 Senate, is there a possibility Mitch McConnell becomes the leader once again? We'll have that as a different issue. Uh, But he was very straightforward talking to his fellow Republicans saying, this is going to be hard if we don't put up good candidates. There's a, probably a greater likelihood the House flips than the Senate. Senate races are just different. They're statewide. Um, candidate quality has a lot to do with the outcome. So a lot of interesting things happening on, on both sides uh, of the aisle when it comes to the communication strategy. And I love those who will speak the truth in terms of what's good principle What's good policy? What's good politics? And how you message that actually matters in the end. So a lot to continue to watch over the next 71 days. Stay with us. We'll make sure we break it down and make sure we can help you divide the rage from the reason and get to a little more reasoned conversation and better voting. Because remember, in the end, if we reward the bad behavior of the word of the year extreme, not only will we get what we pay for, but we'll pay for what we get and it will be extreme. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to Give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.